Welcome to our podcast today on A Course in Miracles. We're so happy to have you with us. It's a bright and cheery day, Saturday, here on Washington, D.C.'s Navy Yard. And what do we have today, Sandra? Uh, clarification of terms, <clears throat> number five, Jesus Christ. Jesus dash Christ. So, um, okay, well that sounds like a good one. Yeah. Let's get into there it. There is no need for help to enter heaven, for you have never left. But there is need for help beyond yourself, as you are circumscribed by false beliefs of your identity, which God alone established in reality. Helpers are given you in many forms, although upon the altar they are one. Beyond each one there is a thought of God, and this will never change. But they have names which differ for time, for time needs symbols, being itself unreal. Their names are legion, but we will not go beyond the names the Chorus itself employs. God does not help because he knows no need, but he created all helpers of his son while he believes his fantasies are true. Thank God for them, for they will lead you home. Okay, so when he's talking about they have many names which differ in time, well, Sandra the Christ, Marcus the Christ, mm. Dana the Christ, Rasa the Christ, mm. okay. Brenda the Christ, you know, mm. it's like everybody has their own name. Okay. But I found the most uh, interesting line was that first one. It says, um, you don't have to get to heaven because you've never left it. Mm. Well, okay, so then what's the implication of that is, is that we're using a self, you're, we're using an awareness of a, what we would call a reality that is not our real reality. Because it says you're all, already in heaven, but your ego is manufactured a hell, so you never really see your true reality because you're preoccupied with um, all these other distractions. Mm -hmm. But but it's interesting that it would say you're already in heaven. Read that first line again. Uh, there's no need for help to enter heaven, for you have never left. There's no need for help to enter heaven because you've never left. But, but then it's talking about helpers, right? And the rest of the mm -hmm. paragraph. But see, the helpers are if they're truly helpers, they're trying to awaken you from the false self you made that is not aware of the heaven, okay? So it says there's no need for help because in, to get to heaven because you never left, but there, there is a need to undo the ego so that you can be aware of the heaven that you never left. Mm. That that is that is a definite need, and that's why you need the Christ, and that's why we need forgiveness. Is to transmute all things we made up that aren't heaven. Right. The name of Jesus is the name of one who was a man, but saw the face of Christ in all his brothers and remembered God. So he became identified with Christ a man no longer, but at one with God. So Christ means 
someone one with God. Jesus yeah. is the man. Christ is someone one with God. Yeah. So then it would be like Babaji the Christ, Amaji the Christ, mm -hmm. uh, Mother Teresa the Christ, mm. Gandhi G the Christ. Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's like they had they had transcended enough of their ego that they were in the actuality of the Christ. Mm. Jesus being a man who did that or who was that. So we are potentially that as well, but we have a lot of shadows to undo. You know, Amaji said you have a personal shadow, you have a religious shadow, you have a family shadow. Well, what's the shadow? The shadow is the illusion that keeps you from experiencing the light. And the light is who you are. The man was an illusion, for he seemed to be a separate being, walking by himself with a body that appeared to hold his small self from the big self, as all illusions do. Yet who can save unless he sees illusions and then identifies them as what they are? Jesus remains a savior because he saw the false without accepting it as true. And Christ needed his form that he might appear to men and save them from their own illusions. Yeah, well, I mean, a physical teacher is here to liberate other humans from their misperceptions, right? So God needs a teacher in a physical body to uh, enact those transformations in people, you know, or be the catalyst for those transformations in people. Now, you could say, well, Jesus didn't take a body when he came in the Course in Miracles, but he needed Dr. Shukman to write his words down, and mm -hmm. she was in a body. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, Dr. Shukman rose to be the Christ in her relationship with, with the Christ, Jesus, and as she took down the Course in Miracles and began to apply it herself, to herself, she became the Christ. I mean, this this project took six years. Now, something had to happen in that six years for her to even be able to do it and have the stamina to complete it. You know, so her transformation took, took place in the scribing of the Course in Miracles. In his complete identification with the Christ, the perfect Son of God, his one creation and his happiness forever like himself and one with him, Jesus became what all of you must be. He led the way for you to follow him. He leads you back to God because he saw the road before him and he followed it. He made a clear distinction, still obscure to you, between the false and the true. He offered you a final demonstration that it is impossible to kill God's son, nor can his life in any way be changed by sin and evil, malice, fear, and death. Hmm. Yeah, well, the Christ overcame even death, you know. He resurrected from the illusion of death. And um, that that's what we're doing as we are students of A Course in Miracles. We're awakening the Christ in us so that we can be free of all illusions the most strong one being death. And therefore all your sins have been forgiven because they carried no 
effects at all. And so they were but dreams. Arise with him and who showed you this because you owe him this, who shared your dreams that they might be dispelled and shares them still to be at one with you. Is he the Christ? Oh yes, along with you. His little life on earth was not enough to teach the mighty lesson that he learned for all of you. He will remain with you to lead you from the hell that you made to God. And when you join your will with his, your sight will be his vision for the eyes of Christ are shared. Walking with him is just as natural as walking with a brother whom you knew once you were born, for such indeed he is. Some bitter idols have made, have been made of him who would be only brother to the world. Forgive him your illusions, and behold how dear a brother he would be to you. For he will set your mind at rest at last and carry it with you unto your God. Mm, that's pretty powerful. Is he God's only helper? No, indeed. For Christ takes many forms with different names until their oneness can be recognized. But Jesus is for you the bearer of Christ's single message of the love of God. You need no other. It is possible to read his words and benefit from them without accepting him into your life. Yet he would help you yet a little more if you would share your pains and joys with him and leave them both to find the peace of God. Yet still is his lesson most of all that he would have you learn, and it is this. There is no death because the Son of God is like his Father. Nothing you can do can change eternal love. Forget your dreams of sin and guilt and come with me instead to share the resurrection of God's Son and bring with you all those whom he has sent to you to care for as I care for you. Well, there you have it. Read that last prayer again, line by line. Yeah, there is no death because the Son of God is like his Father. Okay, so the Father of creation is immortal, right? And if you're created like your Father, you would be immortal too. Nothing you can do can change eternal love. Yeah, so eternal love. Love which created me is what I am, and God is eternal love, and you are God. You are eternal love created in the image of your Father. So that's eternal. It's like doesn't have an end. Forget your dreams of sin and guilt and come with me instead to share the resurrection of God's Son. Well, somewhere I like in there it said that your dreams of sin and death um, have no real consequences. You know, it, it's like sin has no real consequence, but we think it does. You know, if we indulge in guilt and anger and fear, we're going to have consequences in our life. But, but the consequences that we make up are only there because we're making them up. <laughs> If we stopped making them up and we accepted the atonement and our innocence and our eternal love, we would, all those misperceptions would have no consequences. And bring with you all those who he has sent to you to care for, as I care for you. Okay, so everybody listening to this has a circle of friends, family, colleagues, work, work colleagues 
that life has sent to you and they're the very people that you're asked to bring along with you in your ascension or in your awakening to who you are as God created you. So you're asked to bring them along into that this awakening into the Christ. And those of you listening were sent here. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're reading this, <laughs> you've got so far as to hear these things, then first of all, you're fortunate to have this clarity. And second of all, you have another chance to um, step out of the ego of pain and suffering into the Christ of heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. So who would not want that? Yeah. Yeah. So heaven on earth is offered and the Christ is the means. You know, the Christ is our true identity and that's the means to realize heaven on earth. Does that make sense? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. We'll see you uh, today for mantra breathing. Yeah. One o'clock Eastern USA time bit.ly forward slash mantra breathing with a capital M and a capital B dash one. Mm -hmm.